Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Welcome to this week's journal entry. This week, we are diving into gratitude. So often, I mention that I used to journal about gratitude and journal affirmations and how I don't necessarily do that anymore. Now, I feel like I journal in a more transformative way and a little bit deeper than affirmations and gratitude. However, I don't want to knock gratitude completely. There is definitely a time and place and moment for gratitude, and it can be a practice that you do every single day in your journal. It's just that I do it a little bit differently. I I experience gratitude more so in my head and in my heart than I do on pen and paper now. And so I wanted to share with you how I used to experience gratitude in my journal and how I do it now, just to offer you a different way to potentially do it, especially during this season where you might be feeling a bit of overwhelm or stress. There might be a lot of chaos going on around you or, you know, events that you have to go to this holiday season or financial stress that you might be going through. There, There's a lot going on right now, even in the world, that gratitude can, even for a brief moment, help us feel grounded and feel present and feel better. Initially, my gratitude practice looked like opening up my journal and writing down things that I was grateful for. And it was really simple. Sometimes it would take a couple minutes and other times it would take maybe 10 minutes max, probably. And I would just try and think of things that I was grateful for. And oftentimes, actually, hold on one moment. I have my journal right here where I it was like my gratitude journal. So I used to just write things like, I am grateful for my family and their health. I am grateful that the sun is shining today. I am grateful for my business and the team that I lead. Things like that. Things that I truly was grateful for. And I just wanted to write that down so that I could really like realize it. When we're not intentional about asking ourselves the question, what are we grateful for? We lose, you know, the fact that that thing is something that's important to us, that the health of our family is important. And if we don't think of that, we just take that for granted, that my business is important. And if it's just growing and doing awesome and doing really well, but I don't take a second to realize like that it could not be, or that there is an opportunity where it might not be this situation. We just can take it for granted. So asking the question in general is just really great. And then writing it down is 
awesome. Another way that I used to do this, and I got this idea from Gabby Bernstein, is if it's if it's challenging you, challenging for you to think of things that you're grateful for, write down things that make you feel good. So in this entry, I wrote people in my life who make me feel good, supported and happy right now are my family, my friend, Ashley, my clients, and my pets. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, let's see another one. I wrote, I am loved and surrounded by people who support my vision and empower me to be better. That was one. Things that make me feel good and or supported. Little P. I used to call my baby Little P before he came out. My team, Sailor, my dog, my paychecks, Gabby Bernstein. <laughs> so things like that. So that might be a different approach where if you're just kind of like hemming and hawing, thinking, I don't know what I'm grateful for. And it's hard to write something down, just that perspective of what makes you feel good right now. So that's fine and dandy. But now I do it differently. Now, the way that I experience gratitude is I experience it. When I wrote it down, it just felt like something that I could check off the list that I knew people said was a good thing to do. But when I do it like I'm about to tell you, I feel good in my bones. It just feels like an ex a positive experience that I want to do on a consistent basis and just keep revisiting it. And I'm also going to share a tip with you at the end of how to show gratitude for what hasn't yet happened. So stay tuned. And this is actually a very quick process. So this might be just a couple of minutes. So the first thing that I like to do before gratitude is to move. I went to a Tony Robbins conference once. And since there were so many people there, he had us just sit in our seats and then raise our hands up and open the palms of our hands and fingers so that they're all spread. And then snap our elbows down and bring our arms right next to our bodies as if we're like bringing, reaching up and grabbing energy and then bringing it back into us. And then with our nose and mouth, we're bringing really breathing, really phasic. <laughs> so that is supposed to generate the feeling of movement, which you are also moving. The way that I like to do it at home is by dancing. I will put on a song that I can just like, you know, move around to and smile. And it's different every time. And I also don't even do the full song every time, just like, I don't know, maybe a minute of dancing around and like hearing the beats and feeling really good. And then I sit down. So move your body in whatever way feels good to you. And then take a seat in whatever way feels good to you. You can lay down or sit down. And then I close my eyes and I put my hands on my heart and I just breathe. I take a few moments before thinking of anything, intentionally at least, and I just take a few deep breaths. Sometimes I also like to think of this like positive light with every inhale that I take. This positive light is like, glowing inside of me, or it's this like glitter almost that's like going into all of my veins and spreading. 
And then when I exhale, it's just kind of staying there. And then when I inhale again, it's getting brighter and stronger, kind of like when you blow a, f- a flame and like the fire gets really big and then it and then it kind of goes a little down and stays and then it goes a little bigger. So that's kind of like what I just envision when I'm breathing just for, again, a few moments, less than a minute probably. And then I do my gratitude. Then I ask myself, what are moments that I can be grateful for? And notice I said moments. So it's less things like, you know, the health of my family. Instead of that, I will pick a moment with my family. Um, So for example, a moment that I used to think of often that just popped in my head one day when I was doing this was around Christmas time, I just remember being at my parents' house and I think it was Christmas day actually. And both of my sisters were home. We were all sitting in the living room with my parents and I was standing right up against the little fence that they have in front of their fire, their fireplace. And my backside was getting so warm and hot and I wasn't really participating in the conversation. I was just looking at everybody conversing and just like the tree was there. And it was just such like a happy moment for me to just be there and to take it all in. And so that is what I picture in my gratitude with my eyes closed and my hands on my heart. I just relive that. And I try and feel the fire on my back. I try and like picture exactly where my mom was sitting, which was in the white chair off to my right. I know that the Christmas tree was to the left. Um, So just reliving that. Instead of, you know, I'm grateful for my pets, which I would often write, I would try and think of a moment. Another moment that came to me often was a time where I walked my dog Sailor to the farmer's market and I met up with my mom and she was, she was there too. And we, I, I don't know if she had her dog there. I don't think she did, but I envisioned the walk from my house to the farmer's market with my dog and then seeing my mom there and just being so excited that we were living in the same town again, because if you don't know, I just, I bounced around a lot and just shopping for fruit. Like it wasn't this crazy experience, right? But it was just like, when you take moments to remember that like those things are things that you can be grateful for too, it feels so good. There are also bigger moments that I definitely incorporate into gratitude, like the time where I went to the Maldives. (laughs) That was for my honeymoon, although I remember the experiences that I did there, like I snorkeled, no, not snorkeled, snorkeled, yeah, snorkeled, just where you're like floating. I did that and I saw so many cool fish every single day. So that's kind of what I see. Or I got us the, like a bungalow. And so every morning I would just walk out and like be right there on the water, which is such a cool experience. I also got to travel to London, which was really cool with my, with my twin sister. And actually on the way to the Maldives, we took lots of different flights and there was a flight when we were either arriving to Qatar or leaving and going to the Maldives, but the sunrise had the brightest green that I ever saw. It was like this like lime green. It was like, I've, I've still never seen anything like it. And so I envisioned that 
like looking out the window and being like, oh my gosh, and just like soaking it all in. So that is how I do gratitude now. I don't write it down. I just envision it. And sometimes it's the same experiences for like a week or a month straight, just because it's kind of hard for me to think of new things. But then other times, if I just sit and I think, you know, I want to think of something else. I allow myself extra time and something else pops up. Now, here's the trick of how to be grateful for something that hasn't happened yet, aka how to manifest something into your life. I have learned that our brains don't know the difference between what has happened and what hasn't happened, like what's real and what's not. And so when we are doing gratitude for moments that definitely have happened and we have that feeling connected to it, like it's so real, when we experience gratitude in the way that I just showed you, immediately following that, if you then can visualize what it is that you want and the feeling that you want to generate and that like the detailed steps of that vision that you have, our brains feel like that's true because you were just visualizing things that had happened. And so our brains think that that has happened. And so we will subconsciously do the things that we need to do to make that happen. Might not be today or tomorrow, but the more consistently that we do that, it will happen, which I thought that was like a mind blowing tip <laughs> that I love to do too. So I often will sprinkle one to three ideas that I would love to have come to life after I do the gratitude. So I am going to jot down that process for you in the show notes so that you don't have to remember everything. You can just go to the show notes and go back through and make it your own. You can do this. This whole thing could take five minutes. It could take 35 minutes or an hour. It's really completely up to you. And again, nothing against journaling gratitude. That can be great too. You could do a combination of both. Journal about the experience. If you do that, I guarantee you're going to be thinking of the experience as you write it. So that's probably even like better because you're doing both. You're writing it and experiencing it and feeling it at the same exact time. So you could always do that too. I hope that you do try this because it is such a wonderful feeling if you've never felt anything like this before. It just brings the simplest experiences that we've had to like a magical level almost, just to a, a place where we feel this deep gratitude for the simple things in our life, which is really incredible. If you do want to experience more things like this and you want to work closer with me, this is one thing that we are definitely going to be incorporating into the Emotionally Empowered Rewriting Your Story group. Rewriting our story requires us to look at our life in a way where we ask the question of what is it that we want? How do we want to show up? Who do we want to be? How do we want to show up in relationships in, within our family, just to ourselves, right? And then coming up with those ideas and feelings and then visualizing that as one way to actually making it happen. So if you are interested in just learning more about rewriting your story, 
we start January 1st. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and I would love to answer any and all questions, give you all the details and pricing and all of that. You can reach me at samantha.s.says. Until then, have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.